Hello, everybody, and welcome to Surviving the Podcast. What is this? It's a, uh... Hi, I'm 12, and what is thing? this? Hi. It's where we talk about the shit that happened while making the first... Like, three episodes? Three, four, four. Four episodes. Four episodes. I remember uh, so, nothing. So, every arc, we're gonna have an episode like this. This is called Surviving the Podcast. It's going to be between the weeks where we would normally upload an episode. So, don't worry, you're not losing any content when we upload one of these. Uh, our first arc, we just wrapped it up. It was called Filled to Capacitor. Uh, so... I like the puns. It was a dumb pun, I like and I pun. ran with it. It's good, I like it. <laughs> so, uh, I guess this is kind of like gonna be the part where we interact with listeners. Now, we don't have anything going on for this first arc, because we're still recording this before launch. But, uh, we have a Twitter, at FalloutSOTN. I mentioned this, you know... I think pretty much every episode except for episode one. Uh, you can tweet about us. You know, you can mention us at FalloutSOTN, or you can use the hashtag FalloutSOTN or Survivors of the North. Uh, and we might include your name in a future episode as a character. I sure as fuck would cry if you did that, because that would be such a nice thing yeah. to do. Wait, we're ripping off Abe's Venture Zone the again? The thing to do that's common? Tweet at us, even if it's just to say the word. Oh, wait. A lot of actual play podcasts do it. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like common among podcasts. It's, it's pretty common. It's fun. For... Especially one that we all listen to and is dear to our heart. You don't listen to it, Jimmy. I know I don't. I, I do actually <laughs> listen to it, the same like two episodes over and over oh. again until I actually understand what's going on. <laughs> but my pea okay. brain is too small. So yeah, you can tweet about us and we might include your name. If, you know, if it fits tonally or something from your profile, I don't know. Uh, are we going to make a Patreon? Uh, we don't have one currently. We might. But we should. Yeah. Squeeze the sense out of our viewers' pockets. <laughs> as soon as we get one review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, I already gave us a review, I think, on Stitcher, so. <laughs> you promote it. It's your own podcast, man. I feel like a review for your own podcast is a little. <laughs> I can do what I want. Uh, if video game <laughs> companies could make false reviews for their yeah. stuff, we can do it too. It's not like I. I mean, I literally said in it that I'm the one who made it. Um. Yeah, we may. You know, if it w- it won't be the kind of thing where we lock a bunch of extra content behind it. We might put some like bonus shit. Like yeah. minor stuff, but we won't record like full episodes. At least for now, we don't plan on doing. <laughs> we that we we will record an episode every now and then, made specifically for Patreons. That way, if you're not a Patreon, you can't get what <laughs> like you you just you have to skip ahead. Of just episode. like a part like a part of the series. Oh my god! Like yeah. a cliffhanger, and then no, the next episode no. is just like Patreons. Only. It's just like completely unrelated. No, I say like <laughs> I'd say like a side like mini campaign would be like more. We fun. may. Yeah, I mean, if we ever wanted to record, like, a one-shot, that would be where we'd put it. Uh, but we don't have a Patreon yet. We may in the future. Another uh, big big thing is uh, a lot of works in progress would be really fun to post there. Because, let's see here. Max, you make the music. I mm-hmm. don't really make the art. God, what happened to me? I'll make the be... art. Well, actually, I used to be more depressed back then, so let's just pretend that. I, I did. I paid you money. You used to be cool. You just I'm took sorry, my money. I need, to, I need to do it. I have you and one other person I just need to finish all commissions on, and then I'm free, and I could draw as much porn as I want without any worry. <laughs> Hell yeah. Without porn. any feeling of guilt. Uh, so we were, I was going to say, um, 
We were talking about maybe opening up the Discord server we use to record this podcast yeah. to fans of the show. Uh, the thing is, you know, we're starting off the ground, don't have any listeners. We may open it up as the audience grows. We, you know, we might have a chance for people to come, uh, you know, chat with us about the podcast. I mean, maybe we should make a new server. I think we... <laughs> so they can't read our chat history? Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, they could go all the way back to when... Back to the Boyfell days? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That might be important to make a new one. Yeah, so, you know, we, if... Or if at least make people... every channel in this one private. <laughs> I was thinking that might be our solution, and then just make copies of the new channels, but blank. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out, but if if there's enough demand for that, we may open a Discord server and chat with some fans. Yeah. Uh, that's enough. That's enough. Like, fuck. What? No. Wait. That's enough. Like housekeeping. Housekeeping. That's the word. Housekeeping. I think so. We just finished the first arc. Oh, nice. All right. Good. Good recording. See you guys next week. Good recording. <laughs> that's the full episode. No. Um. What did you guys think? It was fun. It was cool. It was interesting. I didn't get to play. <laughs> I felt bad about that. One thing I noticed... Um, no, it's, it's cool. Because the thing is, with a Fallout game, you know, like New Vegas or 3 or 4, you don't get as much control over what you can do with a video game versus with a tabletop game. And you don't get this kind of, like, you know, three characters, two characters, multiple characters all working together to come to a goal with any game other than 76 but that doesn't exist um we have decided that doesn't exist it's not so you don't get that kind of control over what happens with a a video game uh, it's really it's really fun because uh i've never played a fallout game before me neither and i'm considering waiting until this campaign is over to use one of max's i still need to catch up on skyrim and oblivion <laughs> God, I've been missing out. <laughs> but uh, Max, do you have New Vegas? I have New Vegas and 3, and I have access to the whole Sight, series. You're going to play New Vegas, because 3 is kind of dookie compared to New Vegas, gameplay-wise. I'm just going to save my Fallout virginity until... <laughs> I'm kidding. But, uh, but yeah, I like, I like the format of the tabletop game within the Fallout universe. Uh, not to say the Fallout games are bad, because I, I still like the Fallout games, the one of them that I've played, uh, being New Vegas. 76. But as someone who has not and never played a Fallout game and is experiencing this world all for the first time, it's not only really cool, but it's making me kind of upset that in the Fallout games, I can't go, like, I can't make these wild plans like this. I can't have, like, I, this level of yes. fun interaction. You know, n not everything is up to random chance. It's it's kind of more fun because it lets you be yeah. creative. It lets you riff off of the world in a way that the video games don't and riff off of other characters in a way that the video games don't. One thing I really liked that really surprised me that Jimmy did in Episode 3 was you came to me and you said, I want to have a vision... <laughs> Of a cockroach, he tells me to do shit, just randomly, because I'm so fucked up on drugs. What and... He told you who <laughs> Is that what the song was about? Yeah, yeah. it's about my dad, Papa Scuff, a.k.a. I thought Tyra. for a second it was a reference to the final Pam and her fucking cockroach son, but no. I don't know, yeah. that's my dad. 
I That's you guys. Before we went before I went into that recording session, that was not something I had ever considered. Uh and Jimmy just brought that idea to me and he's like, "Do you want to do this?" And I'm like, "I would love to do this. This is incredible and creative and fucking ridiculous and I think it fits this game very well." And I loved it. Uh another thing that you came up with Ant was or Sai uh, it was putting the poster on the window. Yeah, with spit. The zoo book page. It was a really dumb, silly, probably ultimately pointless thing that you did. But it gave privacy through my window. <laughs> it was character moment. It was a character moment. And it's not the kind of thing you would get to do in one of the video games. Which I I really like. And again, like I said, there's a bunch of, you know, ways that you can riff off of other characters, uh, which I think I really liked how Jimmy and how Papa Scuff just went and attacked Mandy's dad. And that, I mean, that's going to have consequences for the next, for the rest of the series, right? That's the kind of thing that you don't really have as much chance to do in the video games. Uh, that's basically the whole... Everyone disliked that. Everyone disliked... Mandy disliked that the most. Yeah, my best friend, who I forgot her name through most of the entire season. (laughs) Yeah. I kept calling her Um, Mindy. Mindy. Let's see. I think you may have called her Minty once or twice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, were there any other moments like that that stuck out to you guys? Oh my god. I feel like... Okay, I was not expecting level of just Papa Scuffitude that came out. I think one of my favorite moments, of course, is the obvious uh, what would I make that random dude's name to be? I just made a random dude on the spot pretended to be him. Timothy. Yeah, Timothy. And then uh, Timothy. Papa Scuff was like, oh yeah, hi, I'm Papa Scuff. Oh. Do you got any bathrooms ed- around here? I need to pee. <laughs> like, so yeah. the I was looking for the hi. bathroom and I kind of lost my way. <laughs> Yeah, just the complete and total nonchalant, not even pretending yeah. to be Tim. I love all of your characters, even the one that I haven't seen yet. Um, <laughs> I love all of your characters very much. Okay, I, I like to th- uh, one of my favorite characters, uh, by far, besides Papa Scuff and the, you know, the characters we know already, uh, that we're playing, uh, is uh, is Howard Todd. Yes, beautiful man, the myth, the legend. Uh, yeah. I like... Howard Todd. Well, because the joke is that he's Todd Howard, but the names are switched. We all know the joke. Everyone knows. I don't think we need to explain the joke. Now, I don't know if you know this, but, uh... His name is... Howard Todd is Todd Howard's backwards, kind of. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Namesake-wise. But, I mean, at first it was just gonna be, like, your drug buddy, you know, who you hung out with, and then he sort of, like, turned into this guy who has mysterious powers or something, and just kind of shows up. When we need him most. <laughs> Does he slowly become more and more of an eldritch god? Yeah, he's like... Is he, is he secretly Lefty's character, and he's just been telling you what he wanted to do <laughs> that would the whole funny. time? That would be hilarious. No, that's not what. Uh, that's not his character. Um, yeah. There were a couple things that I think I set up at the beginning of the first episode, and kind of before that, that never really ended up happening. Like, I think one of the first things I said to you guys about Vault 79 
was that because of the lack of resources, there was a lot of cannibalism, and that never really came to fruition. That was a thing? I think I mentioned it, but it never really came to fruition. I did not remember that at all. I was gonna say, uh, cannibalism would solve a lot of the problems. God, no, I would rather have the gray goo. Maybe that's... Well, you don't know. Mm. You were born into the world that could have been with cannibalism. Maybe so you wouldn't, you wouldn't have a the opinion. gray goo was the cannibalism. Yeah. No. I can't wait to have some apple goo. Dun, dun, dun. What if great Aunt Jemima, after croaking, got shoved into the goo the goo grinder and was made into a delectable oh, treat? Great that cannot Aunt be Jemima? <laughs> yeah. Is Isn't that... that the fucking, like... Mascot? I think that's the rice. I think it's like a rice lady or something. Mm. Hold on, like like a, a rice mascot. Um, I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, that's one of the kind of like uh, kind of like Betty Crocker. Aunt Jemima, uh, syrup. That's yes, and pancakes. <laughs> um, so another another example of one of those things that I set up was that this is going to be a few years before you leave the vault. Uh, and I had yeah. planned for that to be the case. Up until Jimmy stabbed a man, <laughs> at which point I was like, there's no way they're staying in the vault, right? And I don't want to split the party like more than it already is, because we already have two and one character separated, and we don't even know where one of them is. So I'm like, what can I do that makes it so you guys don't end up all split up? So I'm like, fuck it, you know, you're all leaving the vault now. Some some external yeah. circumstances causing you to leave the vault, and we'll find out what that is next time. Uh, and you know, I made sure to ask everybody: Are you guys cool with playing your characters as they are? Did you want? I yeah. could, and you know, everyone said yes, so that's what we ended up doing. It was the weirdest thing, though, because essentially uh, my planned arc for Ant was thrown out. Everybody's people. planned arc was... for anything. And I was like, well, I. And it was like it wasn't like a bad thing. It was more like just unexpected. What was your planned arc? Because I don't think I ever really caught wind of what it was. I think hers was more or less like she matured a, a like a little like you know she matured in the years until leaving the vault, and she's just mainly like extremely determined to help people, and she uses her unconventional methods, and her whole thing is learning. I feel like her whole arc would have been learning that. She's allowed to help other people while still helping herself because I feel like she'd be too self-sacrificial and be like, I know what it's like when, like, things are shitty in the vault, so I'm gonna protect everyone. Not the best idea. I but think then, you could still do that. Well, Aunt, uh, but how Aunt is now, I just realized like hers would probably now be becoming mature enough because, God, she still has like she still had like a dollhouse, and she used her own spit to stick a piece, I mean, of, paper stick a piece of paper to the window. I mean, how stick a I think hers is probably going to need to learn to grow up. I still think, because Aunt, I mean, as is, Aunt already has shown that she wants to help other people, right? I mean, this whole arc was about that. She literally threw herself into the arms of a dude with a with a muscular an skeleton, ant, yeah, like skeleton. Yeah, like, literally just, like, throw herself into one of the most powerful dudes who almost killed her with his punches just because she didn't like the fact that uh, that a random nerd kid, a random dweeb, was getting bullied. How do you guys feel about me as a GM compared to Boyfell or just Edel? You definitely improved a lot. I've never had any problems. Yeah, same. I think... One thing I'm doing differently this time 
compared to Boyfell. With Boyfell, I had all of these like massive sprawling plans and also the only experience I had with D&D prior to that was us goofing around and listening to the Adventure Zone, which at that point wasn't even over. Balance wasn't even over. And so I feel like I took a lot of elements from the Adventure Zone balance uh, and ultimately it wasn't that original early on. I mean, I think I, I I even like made up red robes that weren't even really the same as they ended up being in balance. And then everyone was like, ha 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 ha, look at him. He's stealing from the Adventure Zone. Because every single you, one of us... You had... guys did that to me too, because yeah. I obviously stole from the Adventure Zone a lot. But... Remember my big, like, special campaign that involved you being a part of a secret organization? <laughs> yeah. But I think yeah. the point I've reached over the past couple years is... Because you'd think that the idea is to only make up your own things and be completely original. That's not going to work. What you have to do is try to take inspiration from as many things as you can so that it ends up being a blend of many things rather than just a complete ripoff of one thing, right? So I could say from a very big experience about that is, as you know, and as like as we could all probably relate to, when you make something and someone instantly says, Hey, that reminds me a lot of, like, that reminds me a lot, like, blank. It just makes you kind of feel a little shitty because you wanted it to be original, or maybe they caught on to the fact that you were heavily inspired by it, and it makes you feel like you're just, you're just copying. You know, it's just a shitty feeling. It's a lesser version of it. Yeah. It's just, it's just a shitty feeling that makes you feel like, makes you feel like an off-brand cereal at a Winco. (laughs) Oh, nice. Chinese knockoff. I found out from like my big experience in learning that like my big eye opening that if you take a lot of inspiration from many things just like go bat shit with the things you take inspiration from is when someone points out something it reminds them of it always feels more special like they understood that i was inspired by this or i didn't know that that like was like similar to this that's super cool Instead of your normal, like, oh, I'm so unoriginal, it feels a lot more special. Like, someone knows where you're coming from. Yeah. I'm not going to put a spoiler about it, because it's planned for later. But one of the campaigns I'm making took a oh, lot yeah. of heavy inspiration from so many things <laughs> that if you guys were to look at me and say, this reminds me of blank, I would probably say thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Unless it was super far off, then I would ask you to explain. <laughs> explain yourself, thief. It's like, hey, can you explain why you think that? Like, I'm not telling you you're invalid, but uh, how the fuck does this remind you of yeah. Monty Python? <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing with this campaign is that it's explicitly based on a property, right? It's explicitly based on the Fallout universe. So, compared to coming up with my own original story, I have a lot... Well, I don't say a lot. I have quite a bit. I wouldn't say quite a bit. I have some things to work with. You have a lot to work with. Shut not up. in not in Alaska, surprisingly. I have like the base lore between like before the bombs dropped, and then I have a little bit to work with around Anchorage, but that's about it. Um, but no, I have the lore of Fallout to work on, so I get to lean into that and say, when someone says, "Oh, this is based off of Fallout," I say, "Yeah, it's in the title. That's the point." But I'm taking Fallout, and I'm trying to make something new and different with it. Um, 
I mean, it, like, tonally, I'm going for something different than Fallout, where Fallout, the games typically lean into something a bit darker, uh, a bit more dreary, and be like, oh, war never changes. But uh, I think with this, I want to emphasize more the strengths of human compassion in the direst of situations, and that's kind of what I'm going to want to lean into. And we're going to try to lean into that for this series, especially as it progresses. Uh, but let's see. I was going to say something about my GMing stuff. That's right. Uh, with Boyfell, I had this large sprawling plan. This was like 10 minutes ago. Uh, but with this game, I'm mostly flying by the seat of my pants. I mean, not entirely. Like, I have basically the way I'm deciding to run it this time is do some research on Alaska as a place. You know, like, you know, a bunch of staring at Google Maps. Uh, and then figure out what people are in this world, what organizations are in this world, what towns, what places are in this world, what do they want, where can they find the things they want, what do they know, and I'm just going to let you guys figure out where this goes, and I'll respond to that. And hopefully we'll steer it into a direction that makes a pretty neat story. And I'll probably have a pretty good plan as we reach into the second half of this campaign, but for now, you know, just kind of figuring it out. Another thing with basing it off of a Fallout off the Fallout games, is because of the way the Fallout lore works, we get to do a lot of spoofing off of real-life properties, uh, which, I, that's like one of my favorite parts. I actually cut this out of episode 3 just a couple hours ago, but uh, we get to spoof off of a lot of real-life properties, and I like that a lot. For example, there was a part where <laughs> Papa Scuff's like, oh, I'm gonna pull out my Wizards of the Coast, DCI number, freaking Magic the Gathering cart, and I'm like, uh, mm, we should call it something different. <laughs> and then I think you... Coastal Wizards! I think, Sai, you came up with uh, Sorcery the Partaking. <laughs> no, I thought that was yours. I thought that was yours. Mine was something like... <clears throat> it might have been Jimmy's. One of mine had to be like... One of mine had to be like... Uh, wizard... What was... I thought I came up with something silly for like the the company name. It's probably still on the recording, so we can always go back and listen to episode one again. But another example was instead of National Geographic, I came up with National Geological when you were trying to put that thing on your window. Yeah. Uh, what would we do? We make a spoof name for zoo books. I don't think we came up with a spoof name for zoo books. We came up with one for National Geographic. Uh, but that's one of the things I really like. One of those little things that adds a little bit of humor to the podcast, but it isn't like hugely important. I, it doesn't I, draw you out of the experience either. It's just kind of... <laughs> it's just fun. Um, yeah. So I think we need to talk about what happened with Boyfell, right? Where'd it go? Oof, where do we begin? So this was around 2017. Uh, for my senior project, I wanted to make a podcast. So over the summer, I got some people together including you three and two others who I still talk to once in a while, like once a year or so. Um, <laughs> and we were like, you guys want to play D&D for a podcast? And everyone was like, yeah. And we started playing D&D for a podcast. Uh, and then we didn't. <laughs> God, there's so much that I want to complain about when it comes to it. That was when we, we just were... fell. Yeah, boys. Yeah, that's when we were all really new to D&D, too. It was... See the name... Is for the name Boyfell's foreshadowing uh, how the podcast died. It's yeah, <laughs> just like Gravity Falls. The boy fell. Um, I I just think I think the biggest problem with Boyfell 
was we had too many people and we weren't that tight knit as a as a friend group, really. I mean, I think I had kind of just asked everyone I knew who I knew had an interest in D and D. Yeah. And like, hey, you guys want to record D and D? And then we kind of ended up with this weird conglomeration of like two or three different friend circles. Yeah, like because Lefty, I know you didn't know any of them except for me. Nope. Uh, I think Sai, you knew Levi. I knew everybody except Lefty. Except. Except for, uh, yeah, except for Tao. And, and I uh, just knew uh, the two people that just talked. And I learned, and I learned who Ross was after I started hanging out with you because you know what. Yeah. So the ultimate thing was, you guys were good at playing it, but it was a really strange dynamic between the group because I was sort of the only one who knew everyone. And I think because of that, we weren't able to keep the schedule going very well. Not only because we were such like kind of mashed together friend groups but also because there was just too many people to keep us a tight schedule in terms of recording Mm -hmm. we all had different activities yeah and what we tried different time zones i was depressed oh yeah i was asleep who am i kidding i'm still depressed but i just kick my butt and gets up i think levi constantly had band practice well i had band practice too and so did ross um but levi constantly had uh, their dad, like, streaming Overwatch, I think, which was a huge problem, because we could never record, because their dad was yeah, always streaming them. Overwatch. And yet they would always, like, play a Pokemon game on their DS or something while we were recording, and we'd all be like, Levi, we could hear it. I think it was Breath of the Wild, because yeah. I remember cutting uh, out the sound. It was me, I was playing Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Not in 2017. They, they were, I don't know, they were doing something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was like a Pokemon game or something. It was definitely Levi. I remember cutting it out from Levi's tracks, but um, there's always someone making noise. Yeah, even now. Oh god, I I felt really bad. I feel really bad looking back on it because I kept trying to like. I feel like I kept trying to be the center of attention, which was really mm-hmm. awkward. Eh, no, not not particularly. Personally, to me, I mean, I didn't. I never noticed it. If you were, but. I was trying the best I could. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all we can ask The for. podcast itself, it was fine. I liked doing the music for it. Uh, I had a rule for myself, which is I think it was do, an, do a music track for every episode. Um, which was a good way to get me to do music. It was not a good way to get me not to be stressed out. So uh, for what I'm doing for this podcast is I'll do music when I feel like it. So, I mean, there's going to be the intro music and the outro music. For episode three, there was a piece of music um, that I just recorded earlier today, actually. Um, and, th- you know, th- I have some pieces of music planned for later in the game. So there's going to be music, just like with Boyfell. It's not going to be the same genre or the same frequency of it, but it's going to be there. I still want to flex those muscles. Can I talk about the Great Boyfell Commission disaster? Oh yeah, I feel bad about it too. So oh, don't worry. I mainly this is news to me. I'm not mad at you guys at all. It was just me like well, thinking like I can do this and I couldn't. Oh, never mind. It's not news. So it was mainly me just not speaking up and not like putting my foot down and being like I can't do this. So it was. It's just mainly I learned from it. But so. Uh, if you watch past episodes of Boyfell, particularly on YouTube, the first five, notice... I think. Watch. Yeah, 
you will notice that each of them have a different piece of art. Mm-hmm. This was because uh, when we were when we were first planning things out and getting stuff like recorded, I said, "Hey Max, I really want to draw my own piece of art for uh, Sivan's character introduction." God, it feels so weird to say Sivan because it's so close to my name now. I just I was thinking the exact <laughs> same fucking thing. God, it's so awkward. But anyway, so I was just like, I was like, I'm gonna draw something for it. And I decided to try something completely new, something I never did before, and that was doing lineless art it with a really cute good. little crayon style. Yeah, I really liked it's it. It's still adorable. It is still a cute little piece. And that was, and uh, it took me forever. It took like fifty layers because I didn't know what I was doing. I had to, I fixed up that drawing like three times afterwards because of how many details I missed. Yeah. And and I showed it to Max, and he was like, "Whoa, that's really good." And I was like, "Oh, thank I you." I think. And he was like, "Hey." Because what you suggested was that, oh, why doesn't everybody draw their own art? Yeah, because that would be fun because most of you guys are artists and the only one I could say that isn't is Jimmy and having a stick figure dragon for his character introduction would be hilarious. Uh, I was going to say, if you ever wanted to, uh, if Simon, if you didn't ever want to do an art or something because like, you're just not feeling it, like commission me. I'll, I'll draw uh-huh. whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, I oh, I'll do it. I'll, I will do it. I for for whatever reason I didn't like that idea of Jimmy drawing a stick figure because I kind of wanted it to be I wanted to take the whole campaign seriously I wanted to be like no this is a piece of fucking art we're taking this all seriously no jokes allowed stick Maybe figures I are no art. jokes allowed Mister I wasn't that extreme, are you making fun of my accent? are you making fun of my accent yeah the whole thing's just kind of a joke now but at, at the time I had serious plans. And I kind of wanted it to, I mean, I didn't want to say, like, no jokes, but I wanted it to go like the Adventures on Balance did, where it was jokes, but it wasn't, like, non-serious, you know? Where it would be taken seriously. And because of that, I was like, well, I don't really want Jimmy to draw his own if he's going to draw a stick figure. I would prefer if you did it, you know, like, not really thinking about the consequences of asking you to draw every single piece of art <laughs> for yep. for the first five episodes plus the cover oh, art boy. so actually i think i think you didn't draw everyone i think i drew everything did you yes i, I drew or- every single piece i i did pm noir that's yeah. right i th- wait i thought you drew yours lefty no i did everyone no. you did all of them? okay i wasn't yeah. sure that so that's where the problem came in. Is you suggested that I do all of them because you were yeah. like, I really like this style. This would be so pretty for the series. And I was like, Yeah, okay. <laughs> I feel like I was really pushy about it in a way that was not nice. I was too. I was pushy about a lot of other things too. Uh, Let's behind be honest, the we camera, we were all not in a great place <laughs> around the time. Talking God. So there was one time, <laughs> uh, Levi had. I think forgotten to record, or the recording got fucked up or whatever, and I just had a fucking shit fit. Cause I, cause this is my baby, right? And I'm like, this is my senior project. I gotta take this seriously. By the way, it didn't end up being my senior project because they changed the rules after the summer, and I had to do something else. Uh, but I had a fucking shit fit. I went nuclear on Levi, and then Luffy's like, I have a backup recording after like half an hour of me screaming. I'm like, <laughs> Okay, <laughs> send me that. So I feel terrible oh about it. 
I still have an audio file of you trying to explain to the listeners like what happened and like apologizing for you know the episode being delayed and the audio quality being bad oh my god i have got to like okay if i already posted a thread on my twitter.com account about my slow descent into madness but if you watch those episodes or at least just look at the art on them you could see as it slowly deteriorates as my mental sanity i never noticed but i'm sure if i look now i would see it i never noticed okay Um, so it was uh so it was Simon. i did the most effort uh, Lynn, I had no idea what I was doing, because I didn't know Tal at all, so I was like, what does he yeah. want, what does he like, and all, all that happened was he was like, hey, you made, you made Lynn's hair a little too fluffy, can you calm it down? And I was like, okay, that's Chill it, it that's out, <laughs> boy! A little less fluff, and that was all it was. Uh, then there was Golby, and that's when you could really tell I no longer wanted to draw full character portraits with a background. Golby's was really Golby's- good still, anyway. I did not like that one because you could tell, like, I was like, I'm going to try to make it like this, and it didn't work I th- out. I mean, I think they were all really good, but... Well, I look back on yeah. them, and, like, for me, you could tell how, like, yeah. how sloppier they got. The worst of them, the worst of them being uh, Abzo, and that's because, fun story... Uh, I kept asking Levi to send me a reference for Absil, and uh, didn't she didn't like... send me one for, like, months. Yeah. And then Max would dig on me, like, hey, <laughs> why aren't you doing it yet? And I'd be like, well, guess who isn't sending me the reference? <laughs> I made a comic about it when I was making comics at the time, because yeah. I was like, this is my job for now. It was not. And then the worst of them, I decided no more no lineless art, and I did the cover. God, I hate hate the cover for the main series I, so much. I, I think I noticed it too, but I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to diss on your art. I noticed that it had lines and I'm like, this is like the exact opposite of what you've been doing for the rest of the <laughs> for the rest yeah, of them. I, was, I like never did lineless art before and then suddenly I was pumping it out at an extreme rate. Like yeah. so I was just like I'm going to do my normal thing and like you were like okay you could do your normal thing and I did but because I was so tired my normal thing looked yeah. I didn't even do my normal thing cuz at the time I would color line art and that time I was just like fuck it it's staying black I think you can tell when you look at that one that the colors are all really muted and dark which I didn't think fit the tone of the show but you know ultimately it didn't really matter I don't remember the next part of the song. Uh, <laughs> point point being, Boyfell fell apart mostly because of just like a lack of communication. I think our last ditch effort to keep the show alive was PM Noir because we only had a few of us available to record. Uh, and then I only ever ep- edited the first episode of that. We did the full thing. Uh, yeah. Cy completely uh, improved it and it was actually really good. I'm so um, glad you think that. Okay. Fun fact about PM Noir, I was actually really angry when you asked me to DM it at the time. I'm sure you fucking were. <laughs> yeah, you just came out of nowhere with it and then started telling me ideas for it. And at the time I was like, first of all, you want me to DM for it. And second of all, you're now telling me how to DM. That is like, I literally have a journal <sighs> entry on, in my notebook yeah. because I got so angry. And now I look back on it, like, God, like, I'm it so was fun. I did a good job. It was a fun, like, we, I mean, we, we all recorded it at once, and you, like, pretty much bullshitted it, 
bullshit. And it came out like really well for like a totally improvised mystery, especially. Yeah, uh, I. It was a lot of fun in the end. After I got over the fact that I that was I was angry. an asshole, we were just in a really shitty zone at the time. Yeah, and none of us were none of us really communicated with each other much, and we were all just in rocky states. Yeah. I was in a shitty mental health state. Yeah, I just slept a lot. Yeah, Jimmy, I still think you, you sleep still, too much. You, you still sleep to... a lot. Uh, no, it's not I as actually bad. It's not as bad. don't. No, yeah, I actually don't. I, I I sleep at like ten to like six in the morning now. Yeah. I, I I've actually good. got good. I do I do midnight to eight usually. I I, I don't like waking up or pa- like before eight or nine actually. Yeah. Hell, before noon feels off. I go to but bed whatever. It's whenever I can. I must get 12 hours, no matter what. I go to bed whenever I can. I just have to wake up at 8.30 on the dot. <clears throat> yeah, I've been doing midnight to 8 past couple weeks. Uh, and that's been working out pretty well. Um, So yeah, Boy Fell Apart. Uh, so why did we decide to do this again? Uh, Because we have a death wish. Because we're better fucking people and we're having fun. We have a death wish. <laughs> the, so... Originally, I didn't want to do this as a podcast. Um, last semester, last year, I was running a campaign for some of the people on my floor in my residence hall. Uh, and I was really excited to finish it. And then we got halfway through the campaign, which is the first I've ever gotten through a campaign. Uh, and then people just stopped showing up. And I had wanted to run a Fallout campaign with those people. And, you know, it just never happened because everybody got busy and I'm still mad about it, and I still hate half of them, but I'm still friends with the other half. It's a big deal. Um, so I asked you guys, because this is around the time, there was a thing that happened between Sai and me for, like, a few months, but don't feel like talking about it. Um, yeah. I started getting back into touch with you, Sai, and I think I asked Jimmy first if you wanted to be part of the Fallout campaign. And then I asked you, Sai, uh, and then we decided we might want to do it as a podcast, and so I asked Lefty... Do you want to do it? And we can put it on the Loud Lads channel. Uh, and so you guys all said yes. And it just kind of started to be a podcast. And it's a lot more fun now. It's a lot easier to manage, too. Now that we're not in school all the time. I mean, I'm in school all the time, but don't and worry I'm about it. I'm going to be in school all the time. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't, we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, yeah, we decided to bring it back together. And so we went and made our characters. Um... And I, originally I had said I wanted everybody to be a human character because I didn't want you guys to be all separated during the first arc. But then Lefty came forward and said, can I be a Mr. Handy? Uh, and I thought about it, and I'm like, well, if you end up being a Mr. Handy, you're probably not going to have a lot to do during the introduction section. And you were like, I'm okay with that. Um, yeah. And so... I didn't think it was going to be as bad as it was, where you were doing jack shit for three episodes. You were and, there for moral support. And, like, I mean, basically, yeah. your entire audio track was sometimes nose exhaling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, a lot of background noise during the last two episodes. So, that's what that was. How did you feel about that? Um... I mean, the the thing about me is that I don't really play these tabletop RPG games, so, like, I don't mind just listening. Yeah. I, I mean, you, you've expressed that before. 
where it's like, you know, you're more of a, you don't mind being an observer kind of player. And, you know, that's fine. Yeah. Um, But I, I still feel bad. Mostly because I have no idea what I'm doing. I still feel bad not giving you very much to do for several hours of game time. You know, like a month, a month's worth of episodes, two months. Yeah, we're doing bi-weekly, so two months worth of episodes. So I feel bad about not giving you much to do. And it's probably going to continue for the next episode or two until we finally get a chance to insert you into the story. But Wait, Ant's going to love that totally cool, to bro. be a robo-friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. Right. So that finale, that last episode, was... um The last episode, you, Ant... And Papa Scuff sort of fought. I, Isaiah, Isaiah. I for... wow. I forgot my own character's name. Good job. <laughs> I don't I blame it. you. I think that's the first time I've done it. Um, you guys fought Isaiah, and I feel like throughout the arc we kind of built it up as like with this whole skeletal enhancer thing, and then I gave you a tool to completely nullify the skeletal enhancer. And then he didn't have the skeletal enhancer for the whole fight after it was used. And he still punched the fuck out of me. And then you, I, I had think, to get guards. And then you went and got guards. And I'm like, well, that's the end of the fight. I really, so I really liked the idea. I think, I forget who suggested it. I really liked, I really liked the idea of Papa Scuff using the EMP targeting device uh, to like, lift up a bunch of tables and fuck with the environment. I really thought that would have been really cool, but I think, Ant, you were like, no, you shouldn't do that. You should lay low and not fuck around so that I can just fight him. Uh, and I was like... Eh. I wish they fucked with the tables. I wish they fucked with the tables. I love fucking mm. tables. Wait. <laughs> I want to stick my dick in a boombox. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I just feel like the fight w- could have been more exciting, but, you know, the episode was still good. The first arc was still pretty good. Uh... And then I kind of dropped a bombshell on you guys, and I was like, guess what? Everyone is leaving the vault. Not just Papa Scuff, not even like just Papa Scuff and Ant. Everyone is leaving the vault. A huge cliffhanger. Why the fuck is that happening? It's too early, right? Yeah. I'm just like, ooh. So oh, that's shit. going to can, get resolved. Can, uh, can Todd Howard be a permanent part of the party? I'm not shitting you guys because Ant is leaving so early. I'm actually considering her get like regaining a good relationship with the Smiths because this would be horrifying for any like young teenager that even your adoptive family you don't give a shit about would be like, okay, time to time to time to not be like time to not be a little shit to them. Yeah, uh, I would like I would like to see some character growth between uh, Ant and the Smiths. Uh, so I would actually be sweet. I'll try to. I'll give you some opportunities to do that when I can. Um, speaking of the next arc, or I guess the rest of the series, um, I haven't completely decided on what it's going to be called. I have a few ideas, and I think the most likely idea that I'm probably going to go with is beating to dead horse. What? I'm fearful. <laughs> uh, Dead Horse is a town in northern Alaska. It's like one of the only ones connected by highway to the rest of Alaska. So 
do with that what you will, you know? Beating off a That's not what I said. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> not what I said. I didn't say that one. It's one word, dead horse. All right. Uh, do you want to talk about the laptop? So what happened was uh, right when Max commissioned me to make... Actually gave me money this time, unlike yes. the first time. I'm, I uh, gave to money. To make a logo, which I have still neglected doing, so it's I'm going to have to do and that then I had soon. To, and then I made my own. And I actually kind of like it. I'm sorry, I don't have money to return to you. <laughs> it's okay. You can still make it. Well, uh, right around the time that I got commissioned to make the logo, and we were... And we had just finished up the arc, I believe. We had or, finished the second episode. Yeah, so we had finished the second episode. We were halfway episode. through. Uh, I was in the middle of drawing some sweet, sweet, like, cute art of Link, Breath of the Wild Link. And while I was drawing it, I was like, alright, time to post this on my Twitter.com. So I flipped my laptop back into laptop mode, because it goes into tablet mode, and that's how I drew. Yeah. And it just fucking snapped. The hinge broke the back of the laptop off. And I was like, oh shit. That's new. Because my laptop was broken in the past before. My my friends should know this. One time it just one time the CPU just busted and it wouldn't turn on or off. And my dad had to find this out through Morse code in the caps lock key. Yeah. And that was easy peasy lemon squeezy. It just got fixed, sent back within like a few weeks, and boom, art again. But this was something else. So I was This is Advanced darkness. Oh yeah, it was advanced <laughs> darkness. So uh, I had to wait for my parents to get home that day. I think they were—they might have been even on a trip coming home, so it was taking them hours to get back. That's right. So I had to just put my laptop on the kitchen table, upright. Not—I was too scared to close it because it would snap. Um, if this is getting posted on YouTube instead of anywhere else, I will send you a picture. Uh, send that to Lefty. Yeah. I will send that picture to Lefty so he could just slap it up right now. Bada bing, bada boom. Uh. <laughs> God, so my laptop broke, so I was shit out of luck, so I couldn't do art. And I just got commissioned to do it. Yeah. I couldn't do anything on the computer. Yeah. I couldn't apply for a job. I couldn't I couldn't record. do shit. I was out of luck. We I was couldn't like, record oh. for like two months. For a whole month. It was a test of our commitment to this. <laughs> it was. It was a test yeah. of our The Adventure Zone commitment to this. And so during that time, oh. I was still able to record uh, the first half of episode three with Jimmy. And that was when he stabbed Mandy's dad. Spoilers. Spoilers. Well, you, sh- you, should be, you should be listening to this after the first arc. If you aren't, it's your own <laughs> fault. Um... <laughs> And so we, I never told you guys until when we recorded the second half of episode three, like a few weeks later. So you guys were sitting, not knowing what Jimmy and I were giggling about every fucking time we mentioned Papa's stuff. <laughs> yeah, and make it even better. You guys, like, I still had my recording equipment, and my dad let me use one of his computers for a temporary fix, so I could still do stuff except for draw because I didn't have a tablet. Yeah, uh, and I was like. But the problem was, is his computer was in the computer room, which was not only right next to our biggest stereo in the house and my parents' room, 
but the shit was so echoey in there. Yeah. I It was so bad. I couldn't record because, like, you would get my parents bursting in every five minutes like, Hey, sport, what you doing? Hey, What's sport. going on? You you talking to your friends? We heard voices coming in here. You talking to your friends? And I'd be like, yeah. Yes, I'm talking to my friends. <laughs> Nani, the fuck do the you fuck want? Out, Mom, I don't love you. If you don't <laughs> have ice cream, leave me alone. <laughs> no, it, but so basically, all we really did was play Minecraft that yep. whole time until, uh, so so during those during that time, my laptop was sitting on the table. For weeks, we were waiting for a call from the computer company because we had a warranty on it. That shit, no matter what, was going to be free. So we were like, okay, whatever, as long as we don't pay for it. Because if it wasn't on the warranty, I wouldn't have a laptop at all. Like, yeah. ever again. Until I get the money for it. So, so thank maybe God. not ever again, but, you know. Until I get the money, which I still don't have that type of money. Yeah. So. I think once, I, one, at one point, I suggested... That I come over and bring my microphone so that we could record on the same track. And I think the reason we didn't do that was because Jimmy wasn't available and I think we just ended up doing some other shit. But Yeah. Or I didn't go for whatever reason. I, but that never ended up happening. And, um, but here's, here's the fun part that comes up with the laptop broke story. We finally got a call back. We finally send my laptop in. It's smooth sailing from here. They just got to fix it and send it back. Right. And then after a few days, Smooth we get a call sailing. saying, we get we get a call saying, "Hey, your laptop, uh, they don't make parts for this anymore, so we can't fix it. We're gonna have to send it <laughs> back, and you're gonna have to go to Costco and like return it or exchange it." So fuck. <laughs> so basically, shit hit the fan. I was in a panic. Quality because, warranty, right there. Yeah, we got we got like six hundred dollars back from it. Okay, a little less, like a little around six hundred. Not bad. Yeah, it was a decent laptop. Um, I'm surprised it broke only a year after I had it. God, oh my god, it was a nice laptop and it broke so quickly. So we finally got some information. Hooray! Uh, we got a plan now, and that plan was we'd go to Costco, get the money back in exchange. Boom, get a, get a new laptop. And we went to Costco, and there was no good laptop there. Every laptop there was complete and total shit. And the one that wasn't complete and total shit was out of our price range. We couldn't afford it. So I was in, like, desperation. Like, oh my god. This is the worst thing. <laughs> like, I was, like, I was getting, like, really upset about it. And then eventually it popped in my head. I was like, hey, dad. What if instead of buying a laptop... That will probably break again doing one of its fucking functions that it's made to do. God, I'm still mad about that. Like my Nintendo DS Lite. Yeah, fuck that. In 2012, 11? 11. Same. Anyway, but, so during that time, I was like, hey dad, instead of getting a laptop that could possibly break again and cause more stress, how about we invest this money into a pc because i asked him like hey can PC you just gamer. upgrade one later or like you know like i get it's not portable but like it will it lasts longer right and he's like yeah we had like the same computer for years trust me we still have my childhood computers okay i'm using a monitor i've used since like the beginning of high school yeah. like right now so trust me shit lasts 
And I was like, okay, cool. How about we put that money into a computer? And he's like, well, I got computers at home. I could just give you one of mine. Because my dad's the PC guy. He's a PC gamer? He he kind of is. I showed Jimmy his StarCraft games. Ah, crap. What? What's up, Jimmy? Oh, uh, hold on. I'm going to do a big reveal in like a couple seconds. Uh... Okay, so Jimmy, but you yeah. could confirm. You could confirm. My dad's the computer dude. Yeah, computer dude. Yeah. He's a computer dude. So he was just like, I could just give you it. So I was like, Hey, Dad, what if we put that money from the laptop into something I know won't break because it was made for drawing? So we hey, invested in a Cintiq, which any what are we artist gonna here call this episode thing surviving, uh, the, surviving podcast. the podcast so, okay well okay no shit uh sorry uh, good reveal we start no, we no, started no, the I'm... episode with that jimmy dude your your toes your toes are gonna be mine <laughs> send toe pics i thought i thought you were the finger slicer that's a joke that no one listening is going to get <laughs> Uh, on on our Discord server, I'm called Professional Finger. Jimmy's called Professional Finger Slicer. Sai is called Professional Finger Reattacher, and Lefty is called Professional Finger Eater. So, I'm I started the trend. I'm not in a very good place right now on this Discord server. <laughs> I don't feel safe. <laughs> Give me so fingers. you got a Cintiq? Yeah, so I got a Cintiq, which is an artist grade professional. This this shit not only has, like, a four-plus-year warranty on it, I think my dad might have went all out and got, like, an eight-year one. So this fucker is not going down for a very long time. But this is... Wait, what's it called? A Cintiq. A Wacom Cintiq. Wacom. Uh, It's essentially just a second monitor that I used to draw on. And here's my favorite thing about it. My laptop, whenever I used the laptop pen to draw, it needed batteries. Specifically, quadruple A batteries, which are a bitch to get in my house, compared to triple A. That's too many A's. Yeah. Ah, is how I feel Ah. whenever I have to get another. But Wacom doesn't have that shit. Essentially, I got something made to last by uh, by a good company, and he he's my dad. I had to tell him straight up, like, don't trust Huion. Uh, I'm well, sorry to any Huion users out there, but uh, fuck that company. Uh, I think there's a reason that they're uh, why their screen tablets are so cheap. Yeah. And after hearing some horror stories about how they break down after a while, I uh, I'm gonna take my chances and just go expensive and just get a Cintiq. I mean, well, actually, you wouldn't be taking your chances by going expensive because you're taking fewer chances. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just sitting here now, like, oh god, I love my Cintiq. The only problem is I have to wear a funky artist glove, which my dad. Oh got yeah, for, my oh, dad got yeah. You told me about that. But the funky artist glove. Uh, one problem is it. The artist glove is from Huyan, and the shit is already breaking. So that should tell you how great their products are. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. But yeah, so now I finally got an art thing that isn't gonna fucking break. But here's where another problem comes in, which I added to the bullet. So this one is a lot less of a problem, but there might be a slight, like, hiatus in one or two of the, uh, one of one or two of the episodes later in the later in the series, it's because I'm going to go to college. Yeah. I'm going to go to college. That's right. Uh, we started talking about this. Well, you brought it up. 
about coming to Harvard University. This is where I am at. Yeah. Uh, we could record I, together. I, I have just doxxed myself and Sai in a few months. Uh, but that's uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> you might wanna you might wanna bleep that shit out. Mm, uh, I mean, if you want me to, I will. But just just replace it with something like I don't cool care college. I don't care, but if you want me to, I'll bleep it out. What you should do if you're gonna bleep it out, you should remove it and then later re-record some random like college name and like Harvard a monotone University. voice. Harvard and use that. I'm gonna Harvard. be going to Harvard, Harvard University and like Harvard stick it like all University. over. Please do that. Please do Harvard. All right. Okay. Uh, I was waiting for you to get Batmax, but I've made a giggle gaff and a goof all wrapped in one. Yeah. So I know you didn't ask me to, but over the past like 30 minutes, I've been making a, uh, I've been making a thumbnail for the uh for this for this little episode. Okay. Um. All here right. it is. Oh no. Let's see. <laughs> Let me see what it looks. Oh my god! I, I put way terrible. too much effort into it, and I wish I didn't, but I did. Here you go. Happy birthday! I'm not using Save, I saved love you the work. The icon. We're not using this. <laughs> the, ma- the majority, the majority of my thirty minutes spent was on that hecapoo. We're not using. She got those bedroom eyes. Um, I love this. how you made me. I look like the Animal Crossing villager on crack. You cannot use but this. But why not? Please, if this is going on YouTube, put this on the screen for like the remainder. This of the will episode. be on the YouTube one, but we okay, cannot okay, okay. use this on. That, that that's fine. That that is fine. As long as it gets used somehow, I, I want my I want my efforts to be viewed. I'll put it up uh, when you reveal it to us, or I guess Lefty will put it up when you. God, reveal I it need to, to throw away this Luigi hat. <laughs> Get this thing out of my life. <laughs> It's just gonna be there forever. No. That's what you know for now, man. I hate the Hecapoo so much. I hate the eyelashes. I hate the my eyelashes. icon because I legit just look like the Animal Crossing villager on meth. <laughs> but oh honestly, God. Lefty, if it okay. if it wasn't for if it wasn't for the your uh, Luigi hat, we would look like we'd look the same in all my doodles. <laughs> You didn't even get like the it's weird mouth thing right on your <laughs> Dude, like I I, I couldn't oh, like <laughs> using using fucking like paint is so hard. I, I'm not talking about like like paint 3D. I'm talking just default paint. I have to change my profile picture. Also, yeah, it's like I... my third drawing. I have no idea how to use paint. <laughs> sorry, sorry Jimmy. Uh your picture's out of date now. Oh. I just changed my profile picture back to Toru. <laughs> oh my... Well, I don't have a fucking drawing tablet or a touch screen. I'm using a mouse, a gaming mouse, because this is this is artwork of a pure gamer. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we? He's gonna up? be going to college. The college thing is one. It's good for my mental health, as said it by is. my counselor and myself. And two, and me. um, I me uh, Max and I are gonna go get weed mac and cheese together. <laughs> We're not gonna. We're not gonna do the weed part. Just the mac and I cheese. Ju- I just there's there there's a mac and cheese truck in this town, uh, that typically you go to when you're high or drunk. I've never been there high or drunk, but the mac and cheese please is good. Please take me there. <laughs> well, you're across the country. Just, just fly me over there, please. So I'm actually going to be moving soon, and in my new place, it's possible that I won't be able to record at night anymore. Because, you know, I'd wake up neighbors and shit. 
Okay, so where are you? Is it like going to be an apartment? It's going to be in a trailer. Are you moving oh, closer shit. to us? That's the idea. Ooh, ooh mm. get a plane ticket and come over here and get some weed cheese with us. I'd love to. It's not weed. I love weed. Uh, anything else? No, we're not going to talk about <laughs> penis. Oh. <laughs> we Sorry. Sorry. I know you did just type penis. We're not doing that. I know hey, exactly who. I have something to say. If theme. you're a fan of the Steven Universe television show and have not yet seen the movie, uh-huh. you are morally and legally obligated to watch the movie. It was really good. <laughs> it's really good. I've heard it was good. That's all. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, so um, follow us on Twitter, <laughs> at FollowSOTN. Uh, tweet us any questions you have about the podcast. We may answer some of those. I sure as fuck will. The... I crave human interaction <laughs> tweet at us anything at all please we need fans <laughs> anything at all if you tweet any questions we'll answer them in the next time having the podcast thanks for interrupting me every fucking time i try to say that uh <laughs> all of you are the problem you just um, you just delete us all from the podcast and do it all by yourself and do that's right that's right like, i'm gonna ah. it's gonna be that mandy's it's going to be that Mandy scene from episode three, but the rest of the podcast <laughs> is going to be that. We must eliminate the middle class. <laughs> okay, thank you, Gumball. <laughs> oh, no, he's going to make it an anime thing. Thank you guys for listening to Surviving the Podcast 1 of Filth the Capacitor. Of many. Of several. Um, yeah, you know, it, it means a lot that people are listening to this. We're just kind of doing this for fun, but we appreciate anyone who wants to listen to this. Uh, and we'll see you guys next week for the start of the next arc, presumably beating to Dead Horse, or whatever else I decide to call it. Bye! Bye. Bye, friends. They said Alaska was so cold. They said to live there you gotta be oh so bold. They never knew. Just what we had till it was gone. Alaska, where'd you go? Alaska, where'd you go? Alaska, where'd you go? Why'd you go away? Alaska, where'd you go? Alaska, where did you go? Alaska, where'd you go? Why'd you go away? They said Alaska must be cold They said to live there you must be oh so bold They never knew just what we had Till it was gone